The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Glory be to God. Welcome your neighbor once again to church. You can be seated in God's presence. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory be to God. Go with me to Daniel chapter 2, quickly because of time. We're bringing this series on chapters to a close. And again, I want to appreciate the panel for doing such a good job in discussing and summarizing a good number of the things we've shared. And... Um, one of the main things um, God is telling us at this time is that um, even as our lives are powered by his grace, the way that grace is going to work is God is going to take us from one phase to another phase, one chapter to another chapter, one season to another season. So it's official now. We are in the rainy season in Nigeria. Um, Things have changed, and God changes that. In fact, that's what I want to read from Daniel chapter 2, because Daniel was saying that to King Nebuchadnezzar here. Daniel 2, quickly, because of time, um, let's read from verse 19. I believe we are all familiar with this story here. Um, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and he was really baffled by it and disturbed by it. He did not trust his wise men, so he didn't want to tell them the dream. And he told them that if you can tell me my dream, which I'm not going to tell you, and interpret your version of the dream, then I will believe that your interpretation is correct. The test I'm going to give you is that you must know my dream. Of course, nobody knew, so he said he was going to kill everybody. And by the way, this incident opened a new chapter for Daniel. Up until then, it was just one of the other refugees. Yes, one of the nobles that they had brought from Jerusalem to Babylon. He was serving in the king's courts, but there were so many of them. And when the news came to Daniel, very, very important. Please, this is the main thing I want to leave with us as we bring this series to a close. Because the main thing we are saying is that it is God that controls the chapters. He's the one that wrote the book. He's the one that wrote the chapters. He's the one that wrote the seasons. He's the one that dictates the seasons. And that is true. And Daniel even alluded to that here. But I'll tell you again, truth is not a one-way street. So you can't hear a statement like, God is the one that writes the chapters of my life, and you now leave everything to God. That's not the way it works practically. I love what the panel was trying to do today. It's one thing to know that you should rejoice when you fall into diverse trials and temptations and tests. But practically speaking, when your child is in a hospital bed, the doctors are not even saying whether the child will live or not, and there's a mountain, mountain, um, mountain bill and you don't have the money, how do you rejoice in that kind of situation? That practicality is what you need to understand. That's what Daniel taught us here. Daniel knew God controlled his times and his seasons. He said that. Let's read again. And um, I'm going to just share my main thought with us this morning. Daniel 2.19. 
Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. And we know what Daniel did. He prayed. The kind of prayer the Kinadiga was talking to us, I mean, the Kinalayan was talking to us about. If we don't find out this dream, we're going to die. If I don't submit my thesis, I'm not going to graduate this year. <laughs> that was the situation here. So he said, ask the king to give us time. And he and his friends went into the room. And they prayed, perhaps all night. And the Bible told us, in the course of the night, God told Daniel as difficult as the request of the king was. Listen, it doesn't matter how difficult your situation is. It may be difficult to you. It may be difficult to men. It's not difficult to God. Can somebody say, I understand that? We have to understand that. It's not difficult to God. So we can go to him. And that's the confidence and the hope Daniel demonstrated. He had, tell the king to give us time. Why is he rushing? Perhaps he delayed the execution for another 24 hours or 48 hours. But it was enough time. Glory be to God. And in that space of time, that sliver of time he had, the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. And Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And Daniel said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever. There's a lot of insight in what he said here. We've read this passage before. It's worth reading again. Wisdom and might are his. He changes times and seasons. Now, I'm not sure whether Daniel knew the season of his life or the chapter of his life was going to change. We don't know. We don't know. Because, of course, you know the story. After this one, he got catapulted to the point where he became the king's number one advisor. And he was rewarded with wealth. God is the one that will change the seasons. And that is true. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise. Hallelujah. And knowledge to those who have and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things, like he just did for Daniel. How can you tell a man his dream? Why you, even if it was his wife sleeping on the bed with him. But bless God, God knows. Hallelujah. He knows what is in the darkness, and light dwells with him. Verse 23, I thank you, and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you have given me wisdom and might and have made known to me what we asked of you. Praise God. May God reveal to you the prayers you make to him or the things you ask of him this season in the name of Jesus. May he give you answers to the questions you are ask, asking this season. May he give you solutions to the problems you are believing him for this season. You have made known to me what we ask of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. Or you have made known to us the challenge. The demand that the challenge before me. The mountain before me. The demand it's placing on, on me. Praise God. So God, and this is so important. God 
changes the seasons or introduces chapters or keeps us in our present chapters. I said this very, very important at the beginning of this teaching. This is not to say everybody is going to come into a new chapter. Not necessarily. Some of you, like Joseph, you need to remain in that prison for the next two years because of where God is taking you. You, you, you are still going to remain in the chapter of prison. It's not going to be convenient. But understand that there's grace for you to remain in that place. Because the next door God is going to open for you. If you came out of that chapter today, we will not be preaching about you in 2022. Nobody will miss their destiny in God, in Jesus' name. You told us that's one of the benefits of our realities of our redemption last Sunday. So vital. God has predestined us. Joseph, you are the man I have picked to deliver the nations from this famine that is coming. But this chapter of your life, I need you in prison. I, I don't know. Why would you send him to prison? <laughs> but those are not the questions to answer. Praise God. So whether it's a new chapter coming like what's going to happen to Daniel here or we're going to remain in the current phase, the current season, we should just be convinced that God is working in our lives. Hallelujah. And there's grace for us to deal with what we need to deal with where we are. Praise God. But we don't leave, all, leave it all to God. Because what Daniel did not do Sometimes the best way to learn what to do is to know what should not be done. What Daniel did not do is that, okay, I know God has a plan for my life. I know even though we are going through difficult times, my pastor has preached that even if they carry us into captivity, God is going to work things out for our good. Our light afflictions are working for us and more eternal exceeding weight of glory. So I just, I'm just going to chill. No. He prayed. Hallelujah. And this is where we need to know I mentioned a moment ago, truth is not a one-way street. What do I mean by that? It is true. You know a, a typical street? You can drive this way and you can drive the other way if it's a dual carriage road. So it is true. God is the one that changes our chapters, changes our seasons for us, raises king and deposits king. It is also true we have a part to play in unveiling those new chapters in our lives. Daniel had a part to play. Hallelujah. Not ignoring the fundamental truth that God is the one that changes our chapters. That is the fundamental truth. But I trust God as we gather together in this place today and we pray this morning. Somebody will pray a prayer that will make all the difference in their lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When we gather to worship, somebody will worship God and enter in into the holiest that God has made available to us through the blood of Jesus. You will enter into that holiest place, that holy of holies, and you will have an encounter with God that will transform your life forever. That that's our own part. God is not going to come and do our worship for us. God is not going to come and do our confession for us. He said, let us hold fast our confession. Imagine the kind of confidence Daniel had in the midst of a war or they had lost the war 
and they were now in captivity in that foreign land. And I, I said this the other time I was praying. The average person will say, where was God? Why didn't God deliver us from the Babylonians? He still had the confidence to pray to God in Babylon. Hallelujah. That's the mindset we need to have. That even in the midst of the most difficult of situations and circumstances, the most difficult, God still has my back. Hallelujah. And God can still cause this ugly event, this difficult event, to work together for my good. Because all the while, he was the one walking behind the scenes. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. I want us to pray this morning. I think it's amazing how God works. I didn't discuss with Dickie in Alion Day. I didn't know what, and I love that testimony he shared with us. That's just apt. Just apt. It reminded me of a story I shared several years ago where one day I had an accident. We just got this new car then, Pastor Inda and I, and I was driving, I don't know what happened. Whether it's that the brake failed or I didn't press brake. I just ran into a car in my front and wrecked the car, more or less. When I took it to the mechanics and they told me the bill it would cost to repair it, I mean, I was, but thank God the car was insured. But you know, it was just feeling bad. And when the insurance people came, they sent us more money. I think it was about one million to fix the car, so was it five hundred thousand? They sent us double of what was required, <laughs> and we called them and said, "No, they're asking for one million. You are saying you're going to say ah. the guy said, don't you want money? What's your problem?'" <laughs> oh, and it's not like he prearranged and he asked us to give him tip or anything. No, whether he did something on his own side, I don't know. But the bottom line is this: after the accident and the difficulty, I had an extra one million naira. This was a long time ago when one million naira was one million naira. <laughs> like I said, that time I shared that testimony, I was like, maybe you should be having this kind of accidents once in three or four months. <laughs> it has not happened since. <laughs> Praise God. And I remember when that car, when the accident, there was a time I went to sit inside the car, I prayed, I, didn't, I wasn't crying like the Canadian. Me, I started laughing. I remember that text, count it all joy. When you, I, I sat inside the car for about 10 minutes inside that wrecked car. And I just, and it was in the car park of the office company. I'm sure some people must have seen me laughing or, or they didn't hear me, the windows were wonder. And I just rejoiced. I didn't feel like rejoicing. It wasn't a matter of something I should rejoice about. Hallelujah. Now that's just a very simple example. But it's the same principle here. God can take something, praise God, that the enemy intended for evil because in the beginning it wasn't so. That wasn't what he planned for you. And in whatever phase or season of life you are in, no matter how difficult it is, if you can just press into God, understand that. That's why I read the text in Hebrews 10 for us. Really, which was what Daniel and his friends were doing. Their covenant with God had not been annulled because Nebuchadnezzar defeated them in war. I don't know whether you got what I'm saying there. They were God's covenant people. And yet, even though they were going through this dark chapter in their national history, that did not annul the covenant that Daniel had with God. And that's why even in the midst of that problem, he could still 
go to God because he understood God is the one that changes seasons. He understood God is the one that lifts up one and sets another one. And he could say, ask God, as difficult as that request was, tell me what this king had in his dream and give me the interpretation. Hallelujah. Man, that's having confidence in God. That's knowing that God is faithful. And I tell you, it's going to make all the difference in your life. Talk about your light afflictions working for you. A far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet this morning. We have just a few minutes left. We have had beats today, so we need to finish service soon. But I believe God can do much in 10 minutes in somebody's life. Lift up your hands with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for my present season. I thank you for my current chapter. And I trust you for new chapters. I trust you for better chapters. I trust you for sweeter chapters. I stand in faith today as I pray in the midst of this congregation for you to cause a new chapter to come, better seasons to come into my life. Grant me wisdom. Grant me answers. I look to you and no other. Somebody say that again this morning. I look to you and no other. Say it again. I look to you and no other. Say this. I trust in you and no other. I trust you, oh God. As we wrap up April and step into May, I trust you, Lord, for better days ahead, a better chapter ahead, and all the wisdom, all the strength, all the favor that I need to walk into the chapter that you have ordained for me. I pray them out this morning with all the faith I can muster in the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.